Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom, shakalaka. You wanted to come with it, done it, we got it with punishment. Youngest is confident, but they hear the what we coming with. Others in love with the drug and this man, we just running it. Long as the public is coming, then we keep them loving it. Sean, so we are here at your house. We barely ever record here, but when you do, it's nice. It's cozy. I think the last time we recorded here was the day the Anthony Davis trade was announced. Yeah. Because we ran here from the Kenwood Mall, and we're like, just put a microphone up. Has it been that long? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It's been a while then. Yeah. That okay. was July. Yeah, that was a long time ago. So yeah. we're here to talk about what's going on the season so far. Uh, hopefully, you guys have enjoyed the show so far this week. Shot Collars was a really fun episode talking about the Joel Embiid Anthony Davis fight and the Lakers Mavericks game from Friday. We gave you the Champions Classic preview yesterday. Myself and Taylor Burke fell for at large bid. Hopefully, it helped your car ride in since it's about 18 minutes long. So, that's what we're trying to do now get these small, compact episodes to get you guys what you need to hear. And hopefully, you guys are enjoying it. So, we're going to start somewhere if you had told me two years ago, Sean, I never thought we'd be. And that's talking about Dwight Howard. Yeah, I, uh, oof. What? 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 So, if you remember, back in our first year of 48 Minutes, when we left the corner of three and became 48 Minutes, we had that show where we literally talked about how Chris Paul has stayed great and Dwight Howard has fallen apart. Yeah. And we, like, went into depth detail about, like, Dwight was the best center in the world for seven years he was yeah. a three-time defensive player of the year back to back to back absolutely wasn't that you know something like that something crazy it was stupid yeah he had a great run and then you know and then the past few years he's gone from team to team i had thought he played well with the hornets but just you know he had like a couple 30 rebound games with them yeah um and then obviously last year's washington happens he plays like 10 games and they he had like ass surgery or something, right? Yeah. Then the Twitter, yeah, the tw- scandal the comes. The Twitter up. scandal, yeah. We'll talk about that, but um, yeah, we're talking about a guy who has had a he's had a very strange NBA career. Like he's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. One of the best centers of the two thousands mm-hmm. uh, or two thousand tens, I should say. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, got a got a team to the NBA Finals once, dragged them there. Uh, fun team, by the way. Yeah, I love that Magic team. Oh, so fun. Jameer. Oh yeah. JJ. And they were like, they just seemed like such a like cohesive, fun they group of LeBron guys. They beat LeBron in the Eastern Conference Finals. They beat Finals. LeBron. I remember one. Uh, there was one game of that series where the Cavs went up by like twenty something yeah. at the half, and Mo Williams hit a half half uh, court three-pointer and i was like oh the Cavs got this orlando came back the next part i mean it was like one of those games and i think it was in cleveland yeah and orlando came back and just erased everything that they had done the first half and i was just so i mean that was like when we were really starting to question whether lebron james was who we thought he was um because he just couldn't couldn't do it just couldn't do it man he couldn't get over that hump man and uh but, um, and now they're teammates. Now they're teammates, which is so fun. So, so we have this – this has never happened before in the NBA, and now it's happened twice. Okay. Where two guys who were taking number one overall back-to-back years were on the same team. And yeah. now it's going on twice in the NBA between Griffin and Rose and now LeBron and Howard. Yeah. 
It's weird. Was was Dwight the number one pick that he year? He was. Him, it was between him and Emeka Okafor. Okay, that's what I, that's what I always forget about that. If it was Okafor or it was Dwight. Yeah. So Dwight was number one. He was. Okay. So I want to read these stats off to you okay. because when I knew I wanted to do this topic, I had to deep dive into, you know, was it just my eyes telling me something or is this really what's going on? Sure enough, my friend, this is really what's going on. So, so far this year, he is, and albeit his role, 19 of 23 from the field. He's, he's taking smart shots. Yeah, so he doesn't have enough shots to qualify for field goal percentage leaders because Montrose Hale currently has that. But if he did, he would have the lead. He is averaging 2.3 blocks a game. I like that. He's fifth in the league. His own teammate is number one right now, Anthony Davis. Yeah. And his defense is like a plus 1.3, I think, right now. That's good. He's been great. He's a he's a contributing um, low-risk member of the Lakers. Non-guaranteed contract. Non-guaranteed contract. This was the this was the last stand for, for Dwight Howard. Um, and, you know, we were all kind of – I think we were all kind of skeptical about it. We were kind of happy he made it the team. But um, he's outplayed JaVale, which I am super surprised yeah. about. Um, and not only that – he looks like he's having fun again. He does. And, you know, he kind of talked about, you know, look, look, I know we're six games into the season. Sure. But everything right now looks great. And this team has gelled really well early. Surprisingly, yes. Yeah, like I thought after the Clippers game, I was like, okay, you know, they're good, but they got they have a little ways to go. Yeah. And so he is now, <laughs> he is averaging four fouls a game in his 17 minutes he's playing. 21 minutes a game, and he's averaging four pounds a game. Yeah. So he's aggressive, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, so seven points a game and about eight rebounds a game off the bench. I like it. So, yeah, in the blocks, 2.3 a game. He's just been, you know, we, we you and I, I remember when we found out about DeMarcus Cousins, we were like, okay, you know, Joakim Noah, that makes a lot of sense. And, you know, I think you were like, what about Dwight Howard? And I was like, eh, I don't know if it's going to happen. After what happened the last time. Yeah. And now, you know, Joakim Noah has this injury. And Dwight Howard has stepped in and been really, really good for them. I mean, we're not coming on here, pulling these mics and saying, look, this is the defensive player of the year again. Yeah. But the role he's in right now, the contract he's going to get, because this is a one-year deal, I think he could be on this team for a few more years and playing this role. Uh, I don't know about that. Why not? I don't know. Injury concerns. That's why. Good. I don't. I don't. I don't trust Dwight's knees, legs, anything on his body after this year. If he's able to make it through this year healthy and finish the season healthy and get through the playoffs healthy, I will say maybe. But I, I don't trust anything. This is just. This is very this low is, stress for him. This is bonus for us. This is just bonus. This is bonus Dwight for us. We're getting some Twilight Years Dwight. Um, I don't, I don't, I mean, he got drafted, what, year 2004? Yeah. Okay, he's been in the league a long-ass time. Like, he's a center. He's had a lot of, I mean, I know he's had a lot of injuries over the years, which have caused him not to play as many games as, say, someone, you know, like LeBron James. But, (laughs) uh, I, you know, I'm happy for him right now. I want this to continue, but I'm not looking past this season. I'm not even looking past the next 20 games. I'm just trying to be in the moment now. And just enjoy what he's giving to the game now. And the he looks like he's back having fun again. I'm looking through his draft right now to see how many guys are still in the league. Yeah. So him, obviously. 
Ameka's out. Ben yeah. Gordon's out. Livingston just retired. Devin Harris. No, he did retire. Yeah. Weirdly enough. So. Yeah. Josh Childress, who's in Barcelona, I think. Yeah. Luol just retired. Andre Iguodala is still in the league. Yeah. Um, Hanging on by a thread. Yeah. Sebastian Telfair, remember him? Yeah. God. The guy who made Rajon Ronda go to Kentucky. Yeah. J.R. Smith's technically a free agent. Jameer Nelson's a free agent. Delonte West, poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> he literally... Lionel Chalmers was in this draft from Xavier? Oh, my God. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. I mean, like, I mean, he's a big Chris man. Chris Duhon. Yeah. I totally forgot about Chris Duhon. Oh, you, I, I'll never forget Chris Duhon. Oh, Trevor Reza. His Trevor Reza was ass. a second rounder in this, league, in this draft. He's in the league still. Yeah. So, like him. Not many players are still in the in the league. That's what I'm saying, man. I mean, it's like for a, for a big, big athlete. Now, Dwight is taking care of his body as much as he can. He's in really good shape. He's in, I mean, he looks really good. Um... I don't want to jinx him by talking about him too much. I'm just, I'm like I said, I'm trying to just be in the moment and enjoy Dwight, uh, as he, as he is. I don't. Is he starting right now for them or no? He's no. coming off the bench. See, this is the perfect role for him. I do not want to see him starting on this team, and that's that's what I think Agreed. is going to end up screwing everything up. We need to. Uh, Javale McGee needs to stay healthy, come in, give some solid minutes, and if Dwight. And the thing is, the chemistry with LeBron, uh, the chemistry with. Uh, Anthony Davis yeah. is looking really good. I this is just this is a very sharp group of veterans. So Yeah, agreed. I think too, like you said, like this is perfect for him. It's as less stress in his body as possible while contributing to the team. So I'm in for it. I'm hoping the best. Um I'm not saying, you know, he's gonna fight for sixth man of the year by any means. No. But I don't even want him to. No. Just do what you're doing. Yeah. And contribute and be you, win a title. Yeah. That's that's what I would like to see for Dwight. I'd love to see him leave the league after all this, like just totally redeem himself, walk out with a with a championship. Kinda like the Gary Payton title in Miami. Absolutely. And those are the guys that, that those are the guys that are on championship teams, the guys that have been in the league that, you know, know how to win that are in their twilight years, he's that perfect – this is that perfect team. They have those veterans, those type guys. Yeah, I totally agree. LeBron's one of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is, but he's been great. Yeah. And obviously Anthony Davis is from another planet. Um, so talking about another thing I didn't think I'd ever talk about here as far as guys who have played well in the league, um, the Phoenix Suns, Sean, so yeah. far. Tell me about them. They're really, really good at basketball so far. Um, Odd. Yeah, they've beaten the Golden State Warriors twice. Are you sure you haven't been watching a Twilight Zone episode? I did not see Dan Marley and Charles Barkley on the court. Okay. Kevin Johns was not bringing the ball up the court. No Tom Chambers. No. Signed to Chambers. So they're 4-2 and two so far without DeAndre Ayton, who we talked about last week. Yeah. Um, they're getting tons of minutes from Devin Booker. You know, they have adults in the room, I think, is kind of the big thing here that they haven't had in a couple of years. So. so who have they beat? They have beat. Let me pull this schedule up real quick. They've beaten the Warriors, the Grizzlies, the Clippers, and the Kings. Clippers big. Yeah, they that's lost by one at Denver. Okay, well that's that's a valiant effort. And they lost by one at home against Utah. Well, what's what what do you think is different this year about the Phoenix Suns? Because we we talked we've talked mountains of shit about this team, and rightfully so. Yeah. Um, I think just the continuity as far as you know, Booker stepped into a bigger role for this team. Um, you know. I will go ahead and paraphrase before I get further and say, I don't expect this to continue, um, but it is, you know, that Suns fan base is a very passionate fan base. Uh, yeah. We talked about it last week, that old lady who went to the town hall <laughs> meeting and just raised hell. Um, but right now, man, like Booker's shooting 48% from three. 
Again, yeah, it's great. Insane. As he should. Right. As he should. It's what he's supposed to do. That's what he's supposed to do. Um, they've you know, but he's like paid. Right. Make those threes. You know, they've got adults in there. Like Ricky Rubio's there now, and Ricky Rubio's yeah. Rubio. But I think he's fine. He's what this team needs. Great point guard of his time. Yeah, they've drafted yeah. like older rookies who like Mikhail Bridges, like uh, Cam Johnson, who I still think is a terrible draft selection where he was taken, but you know, adds to the age group that they needed for that team. Um. And it seems like Monty Williams is really making a big difference for them. Well, Monty Williams is a real coach. Yeah. Like, so I think people forget when he was in New Orleans, that team was bad, and he was him and Anthony Davis were getting them to the playoffs. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to look at their their run of coaches over the last God. couple of years, and it's not necessarily well, actually, yeah, it is management's fault. But you know, Igor coming out last year, not lasting very long. Um, was it Earl? Earl Watson. Earl Watson. He like Pat Connaughton got, got got fired. <laughs> <laughs> he threatened to fight Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's interesting. Kelly Oubre is is playing very well this he year, is. Um, which is great. They're I getting, am on my fantasy team. They're actually getting some good production. Actually, not bad production from Dario Saric. You know, which is strange to see him on this Phoenix team. I'm always kind of like, why? It seems like they finally figured out spacing. Like they finally realized, like if Devin Booker has by himself and plays a little bit of ISO. He's going to get better shots. Yeah. And you're starting to see that. Um, you know, they kind of feel like like that young up that young team who's having good stretches who doesn't have all the pieces just yet. But I mean, I'm pretty impressed so far. Yeah. Like I said without Aiden, this is huge. Well, you know what's really funny? Like looking at these stats, Aaron Baines shooting 46% from the 3. <laughs> yeah. That really sticks out. As you said, Devin Booker, 47. Kelly Oubre, 34. I mean, like, Tyler Johnson's shooting 47. Javon Carter, 45. This is not bad. No. These are good These are good stats right now for shooting. And this is a team that's you know always they're... prided themselves off of off of shooting the three. So it's, it's great to see they're actually, you know, doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Frank Kaminsky, man, I just totally forgot about Frank the Tank being. I totally forgot he went to Phoenix. Yeah, I I didn't even know he was there. I didn't even know he was still in the league. Averaging twelve points, and six rebounds a game, two assists. That's not bad. Those are not bad marks. Now, I we say this, and like we said, we're happy. This is good. You know, you know they they're having a showing that you can be proud of. But this is what they got coming up. <laughs> this is where it all falls apart. The Sixers. Okay. The Heat. Yeah. The Nets. Yeah. The Lakers. Ooh. The Hawks. The Whoa. Celtics. Yeah. So, can they possibly take two of those? Two of them, maybe. Yeah. You know, the Grizzlies. Hawks and, and the Celtics. Yeah. I could say that. I could see them doing that. Yeah, the Celtics have played a little better. They um, have. They have. But. I just like to crap on them a little oh, bit. Oh, dude. You know, yeah. I, you know that's yeah, like my favorite I'm, thing to do in the league. Because I'm, I'm not. I'm I'm totally unbiased towards the Celtics. Yeah, me too, guys. Love those guys. Yeah. <laughs> I I mean, you know, why not? Go Boston. Go Boston. Yeah. yeah. But overall, you know, I think the Celtics team's been a lot of I mean, not Celtics. Damn it, Sean. You got in my Suns. The Suns team. The Suns. It's cuz Aaron Baines obviously. That's what it is. Um, you know, if they're, you know, if they have the year we expect they're going to, but if they win like 30 games this year, that's a successful year for them. Absolutely. You know, this is a pretty decent draft class. It's probably about a seven or eight guy draft class. And that gives you a chance to get one of those guys. Yeah. So I like it, man. Absolutely. Yeah. I like it too. Uh, it's it, kind of a surprise team right now. Obviously 
very, 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 very early. Yes. <laughs> it's very, the smallest of sample sizes. But we, we were fully expected them to be, you know, 0 and 6 0 and right 6. now. Like, oh, they play the Kings opening night? Yeah, this isn't good. Yeah. Okay, so I do want to move to the next topic because I want to – we got to touch on this. David Fisdale, the Knicks. Yeah. Talking about a good with the Suns, and we go to this. Yeah. So, for those who don't know, who haven't looked up the stats on oldmba.com – the leader in the NBA currently in minutes is rookie R.J. Barrett <laughs> of the New York Knicks. R.J. Barrett just played 41 minutes, if I remember correctly, Sunday in the Knicks game. He has played. He has not left the floor. I hope. I hope he's very hydrated. He's probably getting many of IVs at halftime. Yeah, I mean he's averaging 37 minutes a game. That's insane. Yeah, it is insane. And so, David Fisdale was asked about it yesterday in the post-media press conference, and. His words were, he's 19 years old. He's got the day off tomorrow. He goes, we need to stop with this load management crap. Yeah. And they ask R.J. Barrett about it. Like, Fisdale said this. What do you think? He goes, I'm fine. I'm 19. So, look, I get that. He's 19. He's young. He doesn't care. He just, he's going to go out there. Yeah, he just wants to play. Gonna, it's his rookie year. He's going to be a hamster on a, on a wheel just running. He doesn't, yeah. he doesn't give a crap. And he was that way at Duke. Like, it's well known that R.J. Barrett is a freak in the gym. Like, absolutely. Absolutely. He and, does not stop working. Well, I mean, and look at it. I mean, you look at you look at the, the Knicks right now. I mean, R.J.'s obviously leading them in minutes, but he's leading them in points. You know, he's got good rebounding numbers, six rebounds a game. Three assists, 1.3 steals a game. I mean, he's not – these are good numbers for a rookie. But they are. But they're a little inflated because he is playing so many minutes. Yes. But the field goal percentage isn't terrible. No. I mean, um, you know, I've, I was really high on Barrett. 43%. He's not shooting bad at all. You know, he's averaging – Led um, that comeback in that Bulls game when they got their one win of the year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We won't go there. <laughs> but – uh. I think what I want to touch on here is I get where Fizdale's coming from, but being in New York saying that, where, like, you know, you just had Porzingis who was sitting out the whole year and then asked to be traded. Yeah. And you've basically ruined Dennis Smith Jr. Um, because he was literally at the free throw line at the game to the Garden. They were asking for Frankie Nicotine to come in. The Garden fans were. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Dennis Smith Jr. was traded for Porzingis. He, um getting eight minutes a game right now yeah yeah so they basically they have cashed out on dennis smith jr which is surprising because we were all I like very him. high on him like a year and a half ago and uh, yeah. it's sad to see the knicks kill him off like this um you know for you know, freaking alfred payton or nikki or you know yeah frank nilakina nilakina yeah frankie I, smokes i like frankie smokes so so uh, what's gonna happen with dennis smith jr They've got. I mean, can they move him? Is it pot? I mean, there's there are teams that are going to be interested in I his think, athleticism. I think I think he's in a bad situation right now. I mean, I would take the Knicks a bad situation. No way. Yeah, it's, which is weird. Yeah, color yeah. me shocked. Yeah, I mean, I if I was a team, I'd take a waiver on him. Yeah, why not? I take a waiver on him if you were going to bring him in and you know do something with him. I don't you know I crap. Once again, Chicago needs a point guard. <laughs> I always say that because it's always true. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, we already got too many shoot first guards, though. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> why, so we can go like be in the dunk contest and miss his dunk seven tries and then hit it on the eighth and go ooh. It's, it's not. This isn't Chris Anderson. Come on. Uh, I mean, did you watch his dunk contest last I year? I know, but it's... but 
I think my question right now is, you know, this team's one and five. They're coming off a horrendous year. They had the worst offseason possible because they thought they were going to have the best offseason possible. <laughs> that, that's what makes it the worst. I know. They were like, you know, let's just get as many power forwards as we can <laughs> right now. They're like, you guys want Taj Gibson? Nope, we'll take him. Yeah, Julius Randle. Marcus you know, Morris. Marcus Morris. Uh, Taj Gibson. I mean, this is just... Murderer's Row. Yeah, and Kevin <laughs> Knox really could be a power forward, you know. So it's like you got you got a lot of you got too much going on here. I don't know. I don't know what the Knicks are doing. I don't either. I'm starting to think David Fizdale's not gonna last. No. You mean a coach not lasting in New York? <laughs> Color me shocked. God, I know. It's crazy. I know. There's so many so many great coaches over the last 10 years in New York. <laughs> yeah, at one point yesterday, he threw out this like ridiculous lineup for shooting purposes, and it was like, none of those guys can shoot. No. <laughs> you know? no. I was like, Barrett can shoot, but like that was it. Yeah, I don't I don't know what they're doing. I think the Knicks the Knicks are in trouble and it's like you're not gonna be able to <laughs> What? The Knicks are in trouble? Yeah, I know. It's no way. this is a team that yeah, literally went from thinking we might get Zion, Durant, and Kyrie. Like that's not we are we are getting them. Yeah, we we're, we were on the show like, yeah, that's happening. Yeah, yeah, that's happening. That's we 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 sat right here in this very room and I said that this is happening and you yeah. said, Yes, this is happening. It was like the backup plan was, yeah, we'll trade for Anthony Davis. Yeah, we'll get yeah. The, we'll get a high pick and trade for Anthony Davis. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah. So, um, none of that happened. No, none, none of that, that happened at all. I mean, you know, dodged a bullet not getting Zion though, since he's you know hurt for now. Yeah, dodged a bullet there. Yeah, <laughs> I just love that. Like, also, this was the other funny part, being the fact that it's the Knicks. His point that he made about like RJ playing all those minutes was. Latrell Sprewell played play 42 minutes a game one year. Do we forget that, like, year, the last three years of Latrell Sprewell were just miserable? Yeah. Oh, my God. He just, like... Whew. Yeah, he tanked out. <laughs> yeah. Well, same thing with, you know, Lou Aldang. Yeah. You know, uh, just having... Tibbs just Tibbs, running him into the ground. Tibbs and, and Noah, you know. I mean, it's, it's all those players that just, I mean... Basically, if you're not LeBron. Yeah. Like, well, even LeBron now. LeBron can't play that many minutes. I no. Mean, you, you know... And I understand the old school mentality. I'm sick of this load management crap, but the game is played differently now. We're not, we're not, it's not a grit and grind game anymore. It yeah. is a fast paced three point shooting game now. And these players bodies are not equipped for what they're going through. Like they were in the eighties. And I mean, I mean, if they played the way that they play now in the eighties, God, I mean, all these guys would be hurt. Larry yeah. Bird would have been out of the league by 1990. Yeah, not so maybe before, not 93. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it would have been over with. Yeah, then. So it's like you look at you look at that, and you know, and I know you know the easiest thing is to say, oh, you know, everybody's you know not as we're not as tough as we used to be, but it's it's kind of crap. It's at very the same much crap time because I mean, even even with all the extra training we have, the advances in medicine, surgeries, things of that nature. You're not gonna. You're not gonna make a a player play forty minutes in this day and age and and not ruin them. Yeah, agreed. So, I mean, like we said, Tib the, the Tibbs Bulls are a perfect example. All those guys, yeah, except they, for like Butler. Yeah, they were all they all ran into the ground. Yeah. So you know. Yeah, I don't know, man, but I hope the best for Fizdale because I don't want him to ruin R.J. Barrett because I was tired of all the shit talk about R.J. Barrett before the draft because. 
I do believe he'll be a good NBA player, and I do oh. believe his skills do transcribe well, very well. I, I think he's a good NBA player now. Yeah, and we're seeing it. Yeah, I mean, he's he's good, and he's getting showcased right now, which is great. Yeah. I'm very happy Right for now, him. he's got to be number two or three for Rookie of the Year with John Kendrick Nunn. Like, yeah. He's got to be the other the other guy. Yeah, yeah. Kendrick Nunn's on Kendrick Nunn. Yeah, Kendrick Nunn's been on fire. Yeah. Oof. I'll always tell that story that I saw that kid play. Yeah, you did. The college game. You did. <laughs> like, in some small ass arena in northern Kentucky. And here he is, undrafted. Killing it. Just absolutely killing it right now. And it's it with a complete chip on his shoulder and you know, how much is he making right now? Like I don't I doubt much. Yeah. I doubt some it's probably a little over a mil. Yeah. Let me look at pull up on spot check real quick. Which actually does bring me to I kinda want to talk a little about the heat. Because they also have like had this they you know, it's a typical Spolstra team where it's like, okay, give me these toys, and I'll make these toys fit. And so far, he has done just that. So, Kendrick Nunn, league minimum, $1.4 million. Wow. But this team right now, obviously, Jimmy Butler has played about three games. He had a game where he had five points, and also had like a total stat stuffer of like tons of rebounds, steals, assists. Um, Tyler Hero, who is... Okay, take that back, because Tyler Hero... Is definitely in the running for rookie of the year right now. Also, yeah. Yeah, like those four. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah. I know Kentucky fans are like, no, we told you, but. <laughs> We're just like, shut up. Fuck off. Yeah. Most, um, most of the time you're wrong. Yeah. Most of the time you're wrong. Yeah. So, but I really like this Heat team right now. I think all the pieces are lining up really well. Yeah. Butler is like the perfect fit for this team. Yeah. Um, also, I love that he is rocking a chip on his shoulder, as he always does. But Sure. You know, he had that quote today in Bleach Report. He's like, motherfuckers act like I can't play basketball. Yeah. And yeah, we see what he's doing. They're 5-1. and one. Yeah. There's a half game out of first right now in the conference behind Beautiful. the undefeated Philadelphia 76ers, the only undefeated team left in the league. And they are getting something. 82-0. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting something from everybody, man. So, so far, they beat the Grizzlies by 19 to start the year. Beat the Bucks in Milwaukee without Butler. Those yeah. games. They lost to Minnesota. Okay. But Minnesota's played really well so far. They beat Atlanta in back to back games. Okay. And then they go and they route the Rockets. Route them. By how much? Twenty nine. Ooh. Yeah. Twenty nine points. That's a lot. You wanna hear what Jimmy Butler did in that game? What did he do? Eighteen points, seven rebounds, nine assists, four steals. That's a stat line. Jimmy Butler's going to be an all-star this year. Obviously. Yes. Yeah. He's the biggest, I mean, obviously we've said before, and it's not like a blatantly like hot take. He's the biggest free agent signing they've had since LeBron. Yeah. Easy. I mean. Easy. Well, it was a trade, really. Yeah. It was a trade. Yeah. So. Sign and trade. Philly Philly, Philly did well. In Philly did too. very well. They're the two best teams in the East right now. Yeah. Yeah. So. And like, I fully believe in both teams. Yeah. I really think both teams are going to do well. Uh, Miami's schedule obviously is gonna have some bumps and bruises there, but as is every NBA team, I think this team can be one of the top three in the East right now. Top three, okay. So Philly, Boston, them, because Milwaukee, so they're like in that running. Yeah, because Milwaukee hasn't really found their gear yet. Well, they're missing some gears. That's yeah, the, that's the that's kind of the the deal with them. Losing Malcolm Brogdon is sucks. It sucks. Yeah, and it's like you didn't really bring anybody else in to replace that kind of production. Mm-hmm. So um, that's the problem with them. But 
they'll find their gear. They have the best player in the world on their team right now. So yeah, agreed. I think Luca might be up there right now too. Yeah. God, what he's doing over there. Oof. Two nights in a row, twenty-five. Was it thirty, fifteen, and ten, or something yeah. like that? Yeah. Two nights in a row. Yeah. Yeah, he's from another planet, also. He is. He's also <laughs> from another planet. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Um, I do want actually too. So the next thing I want to get through, kind of talk about a few different teams and see if like we're buying or selling what's going on with them right now. Okay. This is also this is good and bad. So this isn't necessarily we're going to talk about all the teams that are kicking ass, but I want to kind of get your feel your brain length of where you're, where you're at with some of these teams, and I want to start actually with Minnesota. Okay. So they have one loss so far. That was the Sixers game. It was the the fight. Yeah. They've played since the fight, and they won. In, they won, uh, beating. I can't remember who they beat, but without they were without Towns. So right now the the Minnesota Timberwolves are four and one. They're second in the West again. I know I'm listing these standings off, and it is the <laughs> smallest of sample sizes. Yes, it is. But do you believe Ryan Saunders has found something to mesh really well for the Minnesota Timberwolves? Yes, I do too. Yes, um, they look very motivated this year. They're, this is a very transitional season for the Timberwolves, um, especially with the Jimmy Butler crap that went on last year, trying to pry themselves out of that. Um, you know, Andrew Wiggins just having everybody crap on him for the whole you know for the last two years. And his production's been really great. Yeah, he has. Um, Jeff Teague has played very well. Um, like I said, Robert Covington, not you know, getting him from Philly the year before is yeah. is, is great. So they got they got some really nice pieces. Gorgie Jang's looking good again. He is ten and five right now over his first. Uh, he's only played three games, but um, he's doing well. Um, got Shabazz Napier coming off the bench, which is so weird. That which he's is playing so well. weird. Jordan Bell coming off. I mean, it's uh, they Jared got, Culver. Jared Culver. Yeah. So they got a really interesting Jake Lehman's playing for this. Jake team Jake Lehman's right played now. really well. Yeah, he has nine and six. Well, this, these are the kind of things that you want to see from this team now. What do you think this team needs? I to, can to, tell you flat to, out right now. Yeah. When the Warriors fall apart as they already are. Yeah. It's D'Angelo Russell. I mean, they literally have thrown the doorstep of getting D'Angelo Russell. No, that, that was just about to happen. They had the sole belief that he was theirs yeah. until the trade, the sign trade. Yeah. Which, don't be wrong, I'd go to Golden State too. Um, at the time, right before <laughs> I knew what was going to happen. Yeah, I mean, we kind of saw this. We just I mean, we're, we're like six games in, and like that that whole dynasty just crumbled in six games. Dude, like, I mean, whatever crazy. website you go to, look at power <laughs> rankings. They're the last team on I know, there. I know. We talked about it on shot callers. We're like, should we just should they just tank? Should this? You know, I'm like, absolutely. Yeah, they should. Absolutely. Because when they get Clay healthy, and they have Steph back, and they get Dre. Yeah, and then they put like James Wiseman with them. Like, oh, absolutely. That's that's, that's a great lineup. Still, that's and stupid. Not only that, somebody else's. Oh, the other players are gonna be like, you know what? I want to go and play with them again. Yeah, this is gonna be fun again. Like everybody's kind of like, okay, okay, we'll take a year off from them. We're we're tired of this team. You know, yeah, we're tired of this team. But like, it this is gonna be. It's going to be an interesting year. Yeah, I kind of fell for them for a little bit there last year. If you remember, like the tide turned with me finally, yeah. and yeah. like I obviously was fine with them losing. But I'm kind of enjoying watching them lose right now. Even though, like, I was really enjoying watching them play because they play beautiful basketball when it's all working. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not enjoying it. I think. I think. Uh, you know, a team that built themselves from the ground up and then added some great, great pieces. That just it's a well managed organization. But it's know? an easy deal. 
It's, yeah. you know, D'Angelo Russell, you give up Jeff Teague's expiring, you give up Gorgie Jang, and you give up a draft pick. I just, I, I don't see the Warriors trading off an asset like that for that. They have call. to. They have no money. They have no money? No, dude, literally. The max they can sign someone for right now is 600000 But they said that he was part of their future, Tim. <laughs> Did we not learn anything from Isaiah Thomas? <laughs> anything. He's part of our future. That's the reason we didn't just trade for him. This We have big plans. This was about this the guy. Timberwolves. What are we doing? Yeah. The, <laughs> they just didn't want the Timberwolves getting him. <laughs> yeah, so I do think that D'Angelo Russell will end up with the Timberwolves. I At think, some point. Or Carl yeah. Anthony Towns and him will team up someplace else. Well, they've talked about and them Devin and Booker. Devin Booker yeah. have been very open about it. Gonna, they're all going to end up out in Phoenix, man. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, heck yeah, it would. <laughs> God, that would be some fun Phoenix basketball right there. All right, so to a lesser extent, I already know your answer, but I just want to get your take sure. on this. We've seen a lot better basketball than we expected from the Cleveland Cavaliers so far. Yeah. Do you think with these two young guards and Kevin Love that this could possibly be like a 31 team instead of like a 22 team like we thought? No. Okay, because you think he's getting traded. Yeah. Okay, I also, do too. Also, I just... <laughs> Steve's not winning anything. No, I really like Darius Garland. Oh, yeah, I do too. I yeah. do too. I just I, I don't have faith in that team at all or that organization. I think that... Yeah, if it's not LeBron, Ke- it's Kevin, like... Kevin Love is not, is not going to be there at the end of the year. Someone is going to sell hard for him. Yeah. Buy hard for him. Walk hard. <laughs> buy hard <laughs> I mean he, he's gone though right I have to think so yeah it's the it's the logical thing it's the right Not thing only to that, do I feel like Kevin Love I think I feel like the Cleveland Cavaliers owe it to Kevin Love they owed him they gave him that contract it was a thank you contract but he's like flat out you know and he's been like yeah I want to be there but I think too at some point he kind of understands like he already did this in Minnesota, yeah, exactly. man. It's like he doesn't want to, you know. It's the only like, thing he's missing is Ricky Rubio. Yeah, yeah. It's like you just need you. He needs to go someplace else. I don't. I don't know where Kevin Love goes. Portland. You think Portland? That's the most logical place. For and him not to just be. geography wise, because he's from that area. It just makes a ton of sense. Yeah. Do you think his uncle can find a way for him to go to Portland? <laughs> I, I don't know. Mm. I mean, you know, where's Sean, right? I, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, here's a good one. Dallas. Yeah. 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 I think not just those two, but the pieces that are around them. Yeah. Seth Curry, I don't think people understand. It's like, I know he's the he's other. He's a great shooter. Oh, man. my God. <laughs> like, he's still so good. It's like shooting sets are legendary. Yeah. He's like, shooting sets are like out of this world. Yeah. For his whole career. But Tim Hardaway Jr. has been really good for them. So far this year, uh, we talked a lot about. Yeah, 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 very good. Dorian Finney-Smith is a guy I like as far as like a contributor. Dwight Powell, I know he missed the free throw to make the Lakers be able to tie the game on Friday night, but other than that, always a nice, uh, always a nice uh, fantasy steal. Dwight yeah, Powell, like, I know. he's like always he's... one of those guys. Like, well, do I want to get like an almost double double every night? That's fine. Yeah, I had him last year. Yeah, yeah. Had, and so... Thomas Bryant's the same way for Washington. Luca is playing out of his mind right now. Dude, he's Luca so is an all star this year, no doubt in my mind. Um, I mean, twenty six, ten, and nine. He's an MVP candidate on top of an all star. I mean, this is his second 
freaking years. He's 20 years old. He's 20 years old. He can't drink alcohol yet. No, he has. And he's doing the, he has. <laughs> it's happened. They still list him as a shooting guard on ESPN. Get your shit together. Come on, 2K. Come on, 2K. Come on, ESPN. Stop. Like, stop Stop this non-cheesing bullcrap. <laughs> okay? He's a point guard. Yes. Let's have our point guard. Yeah. But uh, overall, so this is a team, it came up yesterday, that they are eyeing Chris Paul. Do the double ball handler with him and Luka. You know you have your perimeter defender, and you know that those two are going to get open shots because Chris Paul's on your team. And they're like one of the two teams that can afford him. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of room on that team for, you know, Luka's on a rookie deal. Porzingis is on a max, I believe. Mm-hmm. The rest of these players, no. I think Tim Hardaway, is this is expiring? Yeah. 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 Um, Which, if I'm them, I find a way to keep it. So, that. what do you give up? That is the hard part because, one, you can't really talk about till the 15th of December. Okay. Um, but Tim Hardaway Jr.'s got to be a part of it, right? OKC's going to want him. Yeah. Well, they're not going to, they're going to want his expiring. Right. They're going to want that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they'll want that. Um, but, um, Multiple draft picks will have to be involved in a situation like this. Yeah, because that's all the like Thunder this. one right now. So I mean, there's that, but um, you know, how many how many draft picks did they give up for Porzingis? Did they give up any for him? Do we remember? Yes, they did. So so they gave up. They already gave up some draft picks. Dennis for that. Smith, so. DeAndre Jordan, and I think two first rounders. Yeah. So not really sure how many draft picks they can actually you know throw some second rounders, do whatever, but. Have you gone Is in... that the best deal no. OKC can get? No, but I think that it's gonna it's gonna be discussed. I think you know you got to think CP3 is gonna request a trade at some point and be like, dude, I don't want to be here. Yeah, and you know Mark Cuban is all about taking those guys. Oh yeah, he wants to sell tickets. I mean, let's never forget when he traded for Rajon Rondo. It went so well. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So last team, I want to pick your brain on, see if you really believe this is who they are. The Brooklyn Nets. Two and four. Kyrie is leading the league in scoring, but also no one else has really shown up all that much yet. We've seen this before. Haven't we? (laughs) We've already heard about mood swings for him. Yeah, which Uh, he has denied. Yes. So Everybody's moody. So... The thing I will say is, like, the games they're losing are, like, super close games. Yeah. So, they lost the first... They lost Minnesota by one, Memphis by one. That game was so good. I know I've talked about it already. Indiana by 10, and Detroit by four. But, their wins, they beat the Knicks by four, they beat the Rockets by seven. Yeah. And it took a lot of Kyrie Irving to win those games. Yeah. So, at one point, is Kyrie going to shoot his arms off? I don't know. I don't know. I think uh, Kyrie Irving is one of those. He's going to be one of those players that's always going to just kind of be an enigma to me. Like, how how can you put up these kind of numbers but not win games? Yeah. When you have a team that can win games. But is he just complete, just toxic to every franchise he goes to? Or, you know, are these empty stats that he's putting up? I mean, I wouldn't say that. No. If I wouldn't say that. But he's – I've said he's like an elite level Nick Van Exel. But – Ball handles, passing, scoring. 
I can't believe you just compared him to Nick Van Exel. I said he's a lot better version of Nick Van Exel, first <laughs> off. Really, he's like Tim Hardaway Sr. in his prime. That's kind of what he probably is. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know. I'm not... This is a team that was constructed differently last year with, with D'Angelo Russell, Russell and... who was a team player. They were underdogs. They are not anymore. Obviously, there is a giant seven-footer sitting on their bench for a year. Yes. And things will be different when he returns. No, he's not seven anymore. He's 6'9 now. Oh, that's right. He's 6'9. <laughs> yeah. So he's a true 6'9. Yes. He's not seven foot. Sorry. Far from it. Far from it, yes. Far from it. Yes. So. Sell us. Um, DeAndre Jordan is on this team now. Um, taking minutes away from Jared Allen, which I don't particularly like that nope, much. Not a fan. Not a fan. Not a fan. Um, I think I think this team did really well with, you know, being the underdog last year. It gave them confidence. They were all on small deals. Um, you know, Spencer Dinwiddie ended up getting a, a nice contract mm-hmm. after after the season and everything. And you know. These this team it's it's a uh, it's kind of it's a weird fit with Kyrie right now without Kevin Durant. Yeah, I thought it it's would an take in, time. it's an incomplete team right now without them. So, um, but I mean, it's like you look at the team though. I mean, the production's been great from this this squad. Karis LeVert's looked really good, eighteen mm-hmm. points a game, four rebounds. Uh, Prince is doing fifteen and six. I mean, I he like Tari and Prince. Tari and Prince looks great. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie building off last year, fifteen and five. Joe Harris fourteen points a game. I mean, like they're getting good production, but you know, Kyrie Irving is not the same player as D'Angelo Russell. No, I they think are... he's better. Don't get me wrong. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. But do you think D'Angelo Russell was a better team player? Oh, than Kyrie Irving. Come on, that's like, like it's not yeah. even it's not even a question. But isn't don't you think that's a little bit absurd? Yeah, it is. I I think it's going to take some time. Obviously, um, it's you know a new system, but I think Atkinson's the right guy there. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I do believe in this team. I think they'll be fine. Last one I want to actually talk about. I forgot about one more before we before we wrap sure, up. We just have a couple minutes left. This isn't a team. This is a player. If I told you that there was a guy who is in the top five in the NBA in scoring, but shooting 37% from the floor and 22% from three, who would you think it was? How much is he averaging? 35 and a half. James Harden? James Harden. (laughs) (laughs) Is this the player James Harden is? Final answer, yes or no? Yeah. Yes. Yes, he is. (laughs) Why doesn't he win the MVP every year? Oh. <laughs> oh, God. All right, so that's going to wrap up this week's edition of 48 Minutes. <laughs> that's all you had for me? <laughs> I love it. We were so close on time. That was that was great. <laughs> so thank you all for tuning in. Uh, I hope you've been enjoying the shows the past couple of weeks. We've been really, working really hard to make this going. I know we're putting a ton of content up right now. Um, everyone have a good week. Enjoy the games, and we'll be back soon. Take it easy.